It's the way. Yeah, it's the way. You ain't heard of us. Hey, Rams. Hey, hey welcome. What? Heard with us. If you look around for a word to trust, check the star scene journey. You can learn from us. Sex, sleep, drugs. What we gonna discuss? Whatever you need to be prosperous. Negativity superfluous. All we really want is for you to just be true to you and be who you are Cause you are a star and you will go far You can succeed at all of your dreams You'll get your degree and all of those things But you must take care of your health Cherish yourself, your body, your mental, your brains and your wealth You can have fun and still be well That's what we do here at The Wealth what the well we are glad that you're listening with us today as we talk about cannabis and my name is Kat Corin. I use the pronouns she her hers and I'm the alcohol and other drug health educator so maybe if you listened to our podcast last week on alcohol you heard us um, I'm here with some of the peer health educators from the well today we've got Sally and Kaylee hey hey y'all um And I wanted to say thanks to everyone that came out to National Alcohol Screening Day last Thursday and the Research to Recovery Conference at the end of last week. We always appreciate folks that want to come engage in dialogue around substance use. And since we're talking about cannabis today, um, can any of y'all tell me why we use the word cannabis to refer to this drug? Yeah, well, cannabis is the plant's actual name, and it's more descriptive than, like, a slang term, such as weed or marijuana. Okay, yeah, awesome. Um, And when we're talking about cannabis, with VCU students, most Rams think that um, only about 11% of students have not used in the last month, but the reality is that 78% of students haven't used it in the last 30 days. So they either have never tried it or haven't in the last month. And we think that people are just smoking all day, every day, but um, there, and certainly there are some people that use it frequently, but definitely not that many. And if they are using, it's like one or two days a month. So it's really important to know that not everyone is smoking regularly. Um, But for those that are using it more regularly, I think there's also this perception that we maybe can't be creative without drugs or cannabis specifically. Yeah, but if you think of people like Demi Lovato, Macklemore, Eminem, or Kendrick Lamar, some of them are either in recovery or some of them just don't use drugs at all, and they're still very creative. Yeah, absolutely. So can you tell me what sorts of things students want to know about cannabis? I'm so glad you asked, Kat, because I actually have a bunch of questions. Okay, so first, what are the health effects of cannabis? And what is CBD? I've heard it has an effect on sleep. Is that true? And does it help with depression or anxiety? Um, can you become addicted to weed or overdose on it? And what about synthetic cannab... Cannabinoids? Yeah. Yeah, that's a hard word. That one. (laughs) Um, And since the majority of us are students, how does it impact our grades? Okay, so that's a lot of uh, questions that you have, so thanks for asking those. Um, And we could probably 
talk about that stuff for hours. Um, but we can maybe sort of focus in on some of the most critical information, I think. And let's start with what it is and what it does. So the plant material is called cannabis sativa. And there are two kind of main chemicals, at least the ones that we hear about the most, which are delta-9 tetrahydrocannabinol, or THC, um, and cannabidiol, which is now being sold under its abbreviation CBD. Um, so the THC is mainly responsible for the high that people feel when they smoke or use cannabis. Um, and some of the feelings that people typically experience when they use it are um, enhanced sensory perception and euphoria, maybe drowsiness, relaxation. There's also a, a slowed reaction time and problems with balance and coordination, things like that. It also increases heart rate and appetite. And then some people also um, get anxiety from it. And there are also associated problems with learning and memory. Um, and in fact, it is possible to overdose on cannabis. And what I mean by that is that it's possible to consume too much and have an adverse effect. So things like a panic attack or sensory distortions and hallucinations, or sometimes even what we call an acute psychotic episode can be triggered really in particularly with folks that have a family history of something like that. So when we talk about overdose, it may not be the same as with other drugs, but certainly there's the capability of having too much and having that adverse effect. Um, and then some of those longer-term issues can be related to that learning, memory impairment. And here at VCU, we have Spit for Science data that shows increased dropout rates and lower GPAs for students with regular cannabis use. Um, and mental health problems can become worse. And also it depends on how you're ingesting the cannabis. So it can either cause some digestive issues like cannabis hyperemesis syndrome or something like persistent respiratory issues. So those are all really good questions. Um, can you have a draw from it if you use it a lot and then you stop? Okay, another good question. Um, yeah, it really depends on how long you've been using it and how much you use, but some of the symptoms are irritability, trouble sleeping, um, a decreased appetite, which actually can happen if you're using too much also because the body starts to develop tolerance. Um, and also anxiety can be a withdrawal symptom. And it might take a f up to a few days or even up to a few weeks for all of that to go away. Wow. Okay, so how often do you have to use it to get withdrawal symptoms? Again, that really depends on the person, but even using just a few days in a row, your body starts to get used to it, as with any substance. Um, and you'll have to take some time to adjust to not having it in your system. So what about CBD? So one thing to watch out for if you're using CBD is that, well, first of all, it's a it's sold as a supplement. So because the vitamin and supplement industry is largely unregulated, you can never really be sure what it is you're actually getting. Um, and some of the products can be really expensive too. So 
trying to do your research about um, the company's like quality control and things like that. We also just don't really know how CBD reacts with other medications that a person may be taking. So the best thing to do is to talk to your medical provider if you're taking any medications or supplements and talk to them about whether or not you should be taking CBD because there are kind of a variety of things that they claim it can be used for, but really talking to a doctor is going to be kind of your best bet for that. Okay. So for the people who do use it, is there a way they can be safer about it? Okay. Yeah. So if, um, and if we're talking again about cannabis, um, there are some things that students can do to stay safer if they do choose to use it. I always talk about the set and setting rule. So we want to make sure that we have the right mindset going into using substances. So um, what we are, we also want to make sure that what we're consuming is as safe as possible and that our environment is safe. So um, it's definitely not safe to drive at all when you're high. So definitely give yourself a good six hours after smoking and about 24 hours after consuming an edible um, before doing anything that requires focus and attention and that kind of quick reaction time. And when people use cannabis in combination with alcohol, the effects are magnified and you're going to be more likely to get into a car accident if you're using both concurrently. Um, because places where recreational cannabis was legalized, we've seen an increased um, an increase in traffic fatalities. So make sure if you use any substance, the best thing to do is not drive at all. Right. Um, so can you become addicted to it? You can. Um, about 30% of people that use it will end up developing problematic use. Um, but about 9% really experience kind of the most extreme form of that um, cannabis use disorder. And what this means is that folks may be having cravings to use, their tolerance is increasing, they're having problems in a few different areas of their life, and sometimes they've tried to quit or cut back, and that didn't really stick. Um, and any substance or behavior that activates the reward pathway in our brain can result in addiction. So some people are like, oh, weed isn't so bad, and yes, there may be other drugs that can cause that dependence to happen more quickly, but cannabis definitely contains addictive chemicals. So have you all seen any potential problems or are there any problems that you think um, might happen when it comes to using cannabis? So certain issues that I think we see around campus and on social media are Students who speak about how it can affect relationships, um, some of their friends who become in legal trouble, people sleeping in too late or not being able to get to class on time off of the withdrawal of it from the next morning, um, and then people just not being motivated to do other stuff while under the substances. Okay, yeah. So it sounds like there are a lot of things like it affects different areas of students lives and I wanted to kind of touch on the sleep thing also I think a lot of people are like it really helps me sleep and yes if you're getting high right before bed it can help you kind of like pass out but 
what it's doing is it prevents the body from getting into the REM cycle, which is that restorative sleep that the body needs. Um, a lot of students I talk with too say that they don't dream when they're sleeping. And a lot of times that's why, like the body's not getting into that REM cycle. So if students kind of are thinking like, I can't be creative or relaxed without cannabis, um, what are some other ways that students can do that without the use of substances? I think students need to find their own self-care space with what brings them serenity or relaxation or peace. Personally, for myself, I watch like 20,000 shows on Netflix or Hulu, um, and I just put myself in other places and other adventures and lives that don't personally affect my own, and it gets me out of my own head. I think students need to tap into other things like painting, music, outdoors, exercise, the list goes on. Just find something that makes you feel peaceful and relaxed and stick with it. Or sleep. Sleep always works. Okay, so Katie likes your sleep. <laughs> Those are all very good examples. You could also practice yoga if you wanted to. Personally, for me, I like to relax by going to the gym. And I know others do too. It's a really great way to get your mind off of things while bettering yourself and your body physically. And like Kaylee said, music is a good way to distress or hanging out with a friend even. Again, just finding what works for you can help you de-stress and be creative. Yeah, and since you mentioned yoga, I think all of those are really good examples. But that yoga one really jumps out for me because it helps physically to relieve stress and it's also something that I can do with other people or by myself um, and another thing that I like to do is meditate so even if it's just taking a few minutes out of the day like two minutes or up to 10 minutes taking a little bit of time to kind of just sit and relax and breathe is really helpful and I think again with the creativity um, a lot of times just getting something started, whether it's making music or painting or any of the things that y'all have mentioned already. If we just kind of jump into it, we're going to be surprised at how much we can come up with. Um, and collaborating is really important, too. If we're doing things together, we're going to get a lot more creative than just kind of using our own minds. Okay, so we've talked about a lot of different things today. So do either of you have any last questions about this topic? I know we have spoken about how cannabis is consumed, but what form of consumption can cause the most risk due to potency? Okay, um, yeah, that's a good question. So um, usually the plant-based material, so the combustible smoking version of cannabis, um, that's going to be your least potent, even though the THC content is a lot higher than it was even 10 years ago. So um, that's going to be kind of your least potent form, I would say. Um, that's going to be a shorter acting experience. Um, then there's edibles, so like baked goods with... Um, cannabis in them 
are going to get digested through the system. And so it, it's a, sh a longer onset. So it takes longer to kick in, but it lasts way longer. So that's why I said earlier that if you are using that stuff, like it's really not safe to do anything for a whole day afterward. So that's going to be where you're running a higher risk of um, like blacking out or not being able to get up the next day that's going to be definitely a lot higher risk situation. And then with things like um, concentrates or other kind of more potent versions of things, um, that's going to be where you're maybe experiencing a too intensive a high. So you're going to have that overdose potential um, because it's so concentrated that your system is really overloaded and your brain kind of can't handle um, experiencing that. So I would say that's kind of the range of potencies. Um, and when we're using any substance, using the lowest potency version of something is usually better for our brains and bodies. So does that kind of answer your question? Yeah, I'm going to hit this. Okay, cool. So, um, well, I really appreciate everyone for being here today and all of our listeners. Um, just wanted to also give some reminders that April is both Sexual Assault Awareness Month and Alcohol Awareness Month. And again, check out our calendar on the well.vcu.edu for upcoming programs and events for those months. Um, and again, just thanks for checking out What the Well. And we hope you keep listening and be, be well. well.